You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to This is Oklahoma podcast. My name is Mike Hearn. I'm your host. And today, I'm sat here with two wonderful ladies who have started an awesome family business revolving around food, the best kind of food, that is pizza. Everybody loves pizza. So we're going to dive into these stories. Um, Elise and Molly Hall are here with us. Um, so yeah, thanks for being on the podcast. This is awesome. Um, you guys have a great story. Uh, you've come a long way since you started uh, from the truck to the location. And, and then we're getting to get into some other stuff that you guys have done as well. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of how the idea started. Uh, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself before you know, pre kind of food and, and growing up in the area. So just, yeah, yeah let totally. I'll kick it off. Elise can add in her thoughts, but yeah, thanks for having us. Um, it's fun to like sit down and just think through your story. So I like, mm-hmm. appreciate you asking questions because it makes me appreciate like where we've come better. Um, but yeah, so we are a family of four. So my parents are involved, um, as well. So it's mom, dad, and then Elise and I, and I'm the youngest, um, contrary to popular opinion. <laughs> um, but yeah, so everything we do kind of started as a family tradition of eating pizza on Saturday nights. Um, we would, it's super weird. We would put down a blanket on the floor and eat pizza on the floor and watch TV, weird TV shows. Um, no one, I found out no one else watched the TV shows we watched. <laughs> Um, and it literally all started there. Sounds super cliche and cheesy, but so true. Um, and then we also kind of just grew up with a huge tradition of having people over all the time. Um, and so constantly my parents, you know, having having parties, but also just more laid back. Like there was always people over. Right. Um, and so kind of grew up with that tradition of like hospitality and entertaining. And, and I didn't realize it at the time, but the, like when I went off to college, I realized what a gift that was to be raised with that tradition. And so... Um, so yeah, that's kind of where it all started and then turned into, um, a business when I was a freshman at OU, uh, was looking for a way to pay for my school. We, my dad loves starting businesses. He's very entrepreneurial. Um, his goal is to start a new business every two years. We're telling him to please stop. Um, but he's on track. So, uh, but anyway, so he's kind of naturally just thinks business minded and, um, we had had a business, um, ever since I was 11, I guess, we've been in business, and Elise has worked um, in my dad's business, you know, doing stuff that someone her age should not have been doing. Um, so we kind of just had that kind of been our story, and I was out of my savings from the first business to pay for school, and my parents, my dad's really passionate about, like, debt-free, and I like, don't want you to, you know, we, we both had to pay for our own school, but he also, like, provided a way that taught us a lot, which was really cool. So that's how the truck was started. Right. Um, so we were, yeah, we were sitting at Cheever's, my dad had seen a food truck in another state, kind of similar to ours, with a wood-fired oven in it. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't stop talking about it. And I knew that that was a bad sign or a good sign. I knew that I knew he was serious like, about, like, yeah, yeah. He was like, this is this is something real. So at that point, we like, kind of sat down and were like, okay, what would this look like? Who would want to be involved? Um, like, are all four of us on board? And so we started it that summer. I think that was, like, March of that year. And then my dad drove and picked up the truck and drove it back and then um, got it built out here locally. And then... Yeah, so that was five years ago. I graduated from school. Um, we all kind of had something else different going on. I had a different job lined up, planning something different. But we kind of all looked at each other and realized we really enjoyed what we had um, had going. We enjoyed the people we had met. Like There's so many people that we would never have known except for this business. And right. um, realized we had a product and a brand that was fun to develop, and we wanted to take it further. And so um, like 13 months ago, we opened the restaurant, but we started the exploration of that, I guess, two, 
2016. Yeah, we signed the lease two years ago, yeah. right? Because you did a lot of work on that building. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? Because you did a lot of work on that building. It moved really fast. They were, yeah, they moved a little too fast for us. We were like, slow down, slow down. Our construction people were awesome. So, Um, but yeah, that's kind of awesome. That's kind of how it was. We really felt like the restaurant was the right fit for us because of that love of hospitality. And so with the food truck, you know, you're with somebody for a minute at your window and hopefully not much too much longer. Otherwise, right. otherwise you're going too slow. Uh, but with the restaurant, people come in and they hang out with us for an hour, hour and a half, sometimes longer, um, which is so fun. Like they get to come and sit at our table and mm-hmm. hang out with us. And so that's why we really felt like the restaurant was a, was a good way to grow. Good testament to like true hospitality of growing up and having that Saturday and Sunday night kind of stuff. It's yeah. really hard to attain with a staff of yeah. 70 people. Um, yeah. And I've learned that like it. Yeah, but it's definitely the goal, and, and that's what we strive for. Yeah. So. And, and you do have seats at the horse pitch. You don't sit on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no more, no more blankets. <laughs> we have plenty of chairs. Yeah. So. And an amazing rooftop. It's really yeah. cool being up yeah. there. Yeah, I, we had one night with the kind of BFC college crew. We were, we were yeah. up there, and it was, like, super windy, but you had the shades, and it was still fine, which is great because Oklahoma wind is, yeah. you know, The rooftop makes hey, it worse, hey, too. Hey, hey. <laughs> so yeah. If it's windy, you don't want to go up there. Mm-hmm. So you were both born and raised in Oklahoma City? Mm-hmm. Yep. Our parents uh, met in college, and my dad grew up in Owasso, mom grew up in Bethany, mm-hmm. and um, lived all around uh, northwest side of Oklahoma City all of our lives. Mm-hmm. And you went to UCO, right? I did, Okay. Yeah. Molly, where did you go? OU. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. How was that experience? Do you guys compare how that experience was? Um, I was working um, all through college basically a part-time full-time job mm-hmm. um and so my college experience was more of just trying to get it done whereas molly lived on well you can tell but yeah you so experience is totally different i feel like yeah. so yeah i lived on campus and then i lived with like good friends all throughout and so um school was really hard for me but i i loved it i mean awesome. so yeah I, I really enjoyed it with you what did you graduate with i was a letters major what is um, that? It's, yeah, it's in the, no, exactly. one, no one knows. A, B, C. I have a, yeah. I learned my, learned my it's still 26 letters, yeah. I think. I have really good handwriting. No. Yeah. Uh, so it's in the classics department at OU, and it's why I went to OU. Uh, so I was a letters major, Latin minor, um, okay. in my dream. And what I was actually doing, I worked part-time at a school all through college, was to teach Latin. Um, and I studied Latin for, like, by the time I graduated, like, eight years worth of studying Latin, and I loved it, adored it. So I went with the letters route. It's a major in the classics department that you study history, philosophy, literature, and then lots of language. So I did Latin, Greek, French. Um, and so it's kind of like an old world style degree, um, but it's very pre-law. You can even do it with pre-med. Okay. So there's not very many, I, I don't even know, I should know this, but there's not very many schools that have it. So anyways. The, before the pizza came around, where were you going after with that degree? Where did yeah, you want it? Yeah, I wanted to teach Latin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I had a job um, at a private classical school here in the city, okay. and I was just like expecting that to go full time, and was really really excited about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then now I sell pizza. So. Um, <laughs> and at least you were pretty famous in the city for being the youngest uh, woman on the. I'm going to get this wrong. I heard this the other day. <laughs> House of Representatives. There you go. Yes. Um, but I'm sure a lot of people they see you, they see your accomplishments and they think you're a lot older than you are. You don't look a lot older than you are, right? Which yes. is, you know, I just have be careful what I'm saying because right? <laughs> I have a wife and I know what you would say if I said something bad about a woman's age. Um, you've done very well for yourself. Um, you know, you've, you've been very good to the city uh, and I know like after the talk that you gave uh, at Plenty the other day that, you know, there's there's a lot of cool things that you've done and a lot of great friends you've met along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of mentors that are just 
typical old white politics men, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. that's like, and then they have the, you put you in the middle, and it's like there's something not right here. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you know, you've gone through that, uh, and if anybody wants to know that, I'm sure that they could Google a lot of it. Um, <laughs> yes, unfortunately. So I want to go back to the pizza. How? is the truck like what's what's it like selling from a truck compared to selling from a restaurant from like your perspective and i know it's obviously a lot more homely in the restaurant but from like a business perspective and, and oklahoma weather's awful and i know you're you're you know you're basically ruled by the weather in a truck so i mean how how was that experience and and going through so working such a small space and how was that is it just a madhouse so the truck doesn't have air conditioning um and so you're cramped in a in a tight space. So really the main difference between the, heat the truck and the restaurant is the air conditioning okay. and a little bit of space. Yeah. Um, no, the truck is really fun and because it's, it's our roots, it's where we, where we got started in really the love of wood fired pizza. Um, and so had we not done the truck and had the experiences we had at the truck, I don't think we would be as far along in the restaurant as we are. Uh, I think it really was a, a huge spring, uh, springboard and moved us forward as far as our brand. Um, the truck now does a lot of uh, business lunches and private events, so such as weddings. And mm-hmm. so, um, from that aspect, it's it's fun because you're grabbing lunch at um, you know some office and you pull up and serve them wood fired pizza yeah. and say hey and see you in three weeks or you know you you get to know those people on a consistent mm-hmm. basis and then. You know, when we pull up at a wedding reception site and we get to be a part of somebody's um, biggest day of their life when they get married um, and we get to provide that, that experience for them. And so the truck is very, um, it's different than the restaurant in that we have a much shorter amount of time with the guest, um, mm-hmm. but it's still, or as Molly can talk about, the, the way we use our family room and rooftop at the restaurant for private events um, it's still very event and people-based, and it's all about the memorable experience that you can provide for them. Um, so it's, you know, the people that work on the truck, uh, we joke that you get very close to each other because the space is tight and, you know, summertime, it's a little it's bit extremely hot, hot. But, yeah. you know, but it's fun and we always have a good time. And um, so the truck is the truck is a lot of fun. And it, is, there, uh, is there room, I guess, to grow and have another truck to do events? Or you you guys, like, fully booked with the events of the truck or, or is that just too much at the moment um i mean there's always room to grow i think we've seen some changes in the food truck scene mm-hmm. in the city over the last year 18 months two years yeah. um it's not as food trucks aren't as big of a deal um as they used to be right. but as i was telling a friend yesterday i think the places like ours that we have a brick and mortar and a food truck are beneficial beneficial but I also think that um, being event-based, so using it to take to a wedding mm-hmm. or to a corporate lunch, is is a great business model it's for special. us. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the food truck looks like in the future. Um, it's a huge part of who we are and how we got started, and so I think we'll keep going and yeah. creating memorable experiences and driving the truck up to places. And then you have the... I mean, the location you have is amazing. I don't know how you got it without so much competition going on at the moment, you know, and like you guys got in just at the right time before yeah. like, as, Mid- as Midtown was exploding, and it still mm-hmm. is. Um, you know, it's it's an awesome building. It's an old tire shop, mm-hmm. and I've seen some of the before pictures. <laughs> so you guys did you know, a great job on that. And is it right that your granddad built the gates? 
Yeah. Is that right? The table bases. Okay. Um, we have racks throughout racks. the restaurant that he built. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah, so our, our grandpa on my dad's side um, is a welder by trade, but he works in the oil and gas uh, industry now. Um, but he has built a ton of random Bed. stuff for yeah. us. Um, he's super creative. And so on Fridays um, in the spring, I guess it was in 2017, before we opened, um, my dad would drive up to Owasso, which is where my grandparents still live, and spend the day out in the garage shop with my grandpa. Mm -hmm. Um, So my dad actually drew it all out, sketched it all out, and then he and grandpa Mm -hmm. built it together, which Mm -hmm. was pretty pretty fun to have that memory of. That's super cool. Yeah. Like, that's going to be there forever. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, that's. Yeah. Yeah. And the great the thing about it is worn really well. Not everything. Yeah. You know, when you have 100,000 people come in, it's, yeah. everything kind of wears down. But the tables are great. Yeah. We also, we bought some really bad chairs. We didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Bought some really bad chairs. If you come in and scrape them across the floor, you'll know why that they're really bad. They're, oh, they're yeah. horrible. And they fell apart, like, literally week one. Before we even opened, during the soft mm-hmm. opening, they were, like, already falling apart. And we're like, crap. Great. But so he came down for a couple of Fridays and, like, re-welded them back yeah. together. Mm-hmm. So we got more, like, use out of it, which was great. Because awesome. we didn't want to buy 60 more chairs at the time. We're like, we don't yeah. have time. To figure that out. He literally pulled up in yeah. in the parking lot with his little portable welder and Welded he would together. grab two chairs, take them outside, fix them, bring them back in. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And you have a pretty cool mural on the side of the building now as well. Yeah. That's kind of a new addition and pretty smart on your part because like that's social media <laughs> check-in. Like cool. everybody who comes yeah. up takes a yeah. You had... Uh, was it pizza day or pizza week? You had like the balloons around it and mm-hmm. stuff. And birthday. And it was our mm-hmm. birthday. Okay. Yeah. Tons of pictures outside. I mean, it's it ties into the building, it ties into everything and, and community and everything that you guys stand for, which is really cool. We, something early on, when we were opening the restaurant, I was like, I want people to take photos in our restaurant. Well, realized people do that if you create a space that is Instagrammable. Like, I yeah. mean, all you have to do is create a space where people want to. And so with the mural, we had that idea from the beginning, and it was actually in our contract with our landlord that we would do something of that sort. Yeah. Um, but it was fun because we did, <laughs> we had it done. DNA Creative did it for us. They're, they did all of our DNA painting designs. work. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we did it, and I was like, I don't know if people are gonna take photos with this. Like literally, they could not. And so, uh, and then our birthday, I was freaking out that no one was gonna come take photos with it. You know, because you do something and you don't know what people think. Yeah. Right. But then after people kept doing it, and so one of our servers, I was like working the rooftop one night, and I was like, look, it's working. People were like <laughs> taking photos, and he thought that was so funny because I think like everyone just assumes you, just, you know it's gonna work, and you're like, you we don't know. And yeah. so then after that, like every time he saw someone, he'd be like, it's working. They're taking photos. I was like, yes. I People who don't even come into the restaurant take photos at it now. Oh, yeah. They'll just come and cycle yeah. around. Yeah. Take well, and at pizza it. is such a food that unites. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, everybody loves pizza. If you don't like pizza, it might be hard for us to be friends. And so. Mm-hmm. You have a friend that doesn't like pizza? Oh, man. That's really hard. Is that sad? It is. Oh. She eats our pizza, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she is friend. She's Rachel, great, she great Kate, friend. she drove three hours to hang out and make a oh, last weekend, and she Rachel. ate our pizza. Okay. But so. I just think that. So we didn't want our mural to be something that was about us, Mm -hmm. but we wanted it to be about the city and the people that we serve. And so, you know, if you drive by or walk by and it it says, we pizza OKC, and that's everybody loves pizza. Whether whether you eat with us or you eat at, you know, one of the other local spots, everybody Mm -hmm. loves pizza. What about uh, some of the best moments you've had in the business? some standout moments I mean this is family business so I'm sure there's with grandpa building the gates and 
you know, everything that's gone on the journey you've had from, from the idea of after sitting on the floor at home to, to where we are now five years later. This is maybe not the direction you're going. One I thought of today, just like thinking ahead on this, this past year, it's been cool. Um, when we first opened, we had like a grandma and grandpa come in with their whole family and eat dinner. Um, to celebrate their anniversary Mm -hmm. and then I think like three or four months later the family was back and I didn't put it all together but slowly kind of did and realized that they were in to celebrate their 13 year old grandson's birthday and both like the 13 year old and the grandparents had both Mm -hmm. chosen the restaurant yeah and totally different you know a 13 year old wants to come and uh, I don't know how old they were but you know older yeah grandparents and I thought that was so cool because I was like that is exactly like the goal of you know a neighborhood spot where you're comfortable but it's also special uh anyway so i thought that sticks out to me is huge mm-hmm. that people that people would come celebrate with us where i go to eat dinner on my birthday is a big deal like i think about it for a while mm-hmm. so um so i think that's been huge and that's like one story of you know a ton you just had some family friends celebrate their 26th anniversary in the restaurant mm-hmm. you know you're eating pizza on your 26th anniversary I, you could have gone somewhere else you know so yeah but so i think anytime someone celebrates like a moment with us is huge to me but it may not be where you were headed I mean it was a I could rephrase it any like standout moments going through the last five years like you know first customer of the truck or like mm-hmm. anything I mean kind of along the same lines but more like family and uh, yeah. for you personally oh well, I was thinking so the um, the first truck event we ever did was actually for um, a guy that I grew up with at church my dad was a Sunday school teacher and um he had gotten engaged, and he, his mom had asked, you know, what do you want for your rehearsal dinner? And he was like, man, I just really want Lauren to make pizza. And that was before we even started the truck. And so his mom said something to my mom, and my mom was like, oh, well, we're actually starting a food truck. And so the very first event we did, was the truck wasn't painted yet. <laughs> um, we have concrete countertops on the inside, and the, I think the concrete wasn't quite cured yet. And we, we didn't know how to do a wood-fired oven. Yeah, we, <laughs> we use a normal oven at home. Yeah, we use a traditional like our, oven at home. We seasoned it in like two hours, and it's supposed to be like 24 hours. Or three days or something yeah. like that. Um, and I found the picture um, earlier a couple weeks ago of the very first pizza that we made in that wood-fired oven, and it was ugly. It was not <laughs> pretty at all. We have definitely grown. But it was neat to see how like our very first event was something that started from the tradition of serving pizza at home with our family and friends because Logan had had it at my parents' house when he was growing up in high school. Um, and to be able to then share that with he and his um, now wife and um, they don't live here anymore, but when they do, they come up and and uh, eat pizza with us, which I just think is kind of fun. That that's their, their thing. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we've, I think the cool thing about owning our own business as a family is we all have different strengths and different weaknesses and so there's you know one thing that Molly is really good at is developing leaders and so um, it's so it's fun to be able to see your family member in their sweet spot Um, whereas my mom is really good at creating awesome recipes and awesome food I mean that's the whole reason that this is even successful is because my mom makes great food. So she's the culinary expert yeah, behind she's everything. Yeah, the, the culinary expert. Um, and so, and my dad is just an incredible visionary um, and dreams big dreams and then makes them happen. And so I think that's, for me, I think that's what's cool mm-hmm. is to be able to see the, my family members and the people that I love in their in their sweet spot. To, so to see Molly leading a team of people and managers and servers at the restaurant and 
kitchen staff and then to see my mom dream of the next pizza or the next salad or the next cheesecake or whatever and then uh, see my dad in their in their sweet spots yeah. I think that's what's and at least it's all cool. of our marketing and branding so mm-hmm. she makes us look really good <laughs> and our flowers and she has a lot of our design work so gotta gotta add that in we could we'd have food and we'd have a space but we wouldn't and I may have people but we wouldn't have any sort of brand right. without without Elise so that's huge and from from experience of talking to friends and, and family business is not easy like mm-hmm. um, but it's something that it seems like you know kind of talking to you for a while now this is this is something that you guys it's not just like you jumped in this has been mm-hmm. going on you know your parents have done a great job of growing you as a team and we're all working together you know and your yeah. dad's like I said is always looking to start businesses so this is not like a new normal hey we're going to start business as a family this is we're just going to make money from something we've been doing for our entire life yeah. Yeah. so I'm sure there's like a few moments but nothing like outrageously crazy I'm sure you've had tears along the way and stuff because every <laughs> yeah. business does that right and with women it's I mean I'm a I'm a crier as well I'll say that but uh, I don't know the waterworks turn on there's more going on isn't it you know with with the family stuff so uh what would you say to anybody starting a family business any advice i would say it's worth it Mm -hmm. um i mean people ask all the time like how can you work with your family um and for yeah for us it's like just well we've always we've just done it um and we yeah like you mentioned team we play as a team um but i think realizing no matter if you choose to start a family business or a non-family business is going to be really challenging and so it's just about who do you want to be with um and i have heard people talk about too like the trust level with family members going in it there's already a level of trust um and so that's really nice to have a foundation to build upon and it's like realizing that also just leaning into the tension um i mean elise and i lead very differently and this week we've had conversations about like our different leadership style and she's like i want to do this and i'm like i want to do this you know so like literally yesterday you know so um but like that is there's there's a healthy tension um and we're not all one person like we're a family unit and we're a team but we're not all one person and there's times when we need to go with what i'm saying and there's times when you need to go with what she's saying um and that's true outside of family business too um, but I've just been kind of learning that of like there, that there's tension in that and that's okay um, and sit in that and figure it out um, and at the end of the day go get dinner and watch a movie and forget about it which is really hard but um, you know but but it's, it's also I'm learning too it's also okay to end a day with like the tension still being there you know yeah. it's like we haven't like solved all the tension points of our family business you know and that's okay you know like you're gonna get up tomorrow and and solve some more and, and eat more pizza so and I think too like and I mentioned this earlier, but find your sweet spot. And so you're not both trying to do the same thing, you know, find what you're really good at and then you be in charge of whatever that is and let somebody else tackle the things that they're good at. Um, But I think too, also realizing that you can't talk about business all the time. And I don't know that we have a very good balance of that because sometimes we talk about work too much. Yeah. But finding times to mm-hmm. get away um, and have fun and create mm-hmm. memories that are outside of, mm-hmm. of work. Yeah. And someone told me this week, and I've been thinking about it the past couple of days, don't quit on a hard day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with family business, business, the restaurant industry, whatever, just, yeah, like, don't quit on a hard day. Like, just keep going, you know, and don't quit on the day when the tension's really high and you kind of want to quit. Yeah. And like, keep going. You know, don't, don't do that. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if that's yeah. the worst that can happen, you've already got through it, then... Yeah. So you, yeah. you know, the next day's hopefully better, right? It's going to get even worse. Have some sleep. Uh, uh, plans for the future? Any more um, locations? Are we are we going north? Are we going south? Are we? <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We 
a cross-state yeah. franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I am really strongly passionate about growing in a way that fits with who we want to be and what I want to be um, rather than what I think everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and so I think there's ways that we look at other people and we're like, wow, they're really successful because of this, this, and this. And that does not actually mean that that is success for me or for us. So I don't know. We have we do not stop talking about ideas and dreams. I will say that. Yeah. Um, we're, I mean, even like a couple weeks after we opened, we were already talking about the next, I, yeah. next concept and next thought. Yeah. But, but there's like no pressure. And I also, there's several businesses that I look at who I love the owners and they have done one thing mm -hmm. and they stayed with it. And that is so inspiring to me of like, there may never be anything else. And that like, that is successful even that. Mm -hmm. But I also, we love, I love growing in like fun and quirky ways. So we're launching bike delivery. Um, and so that, to me, that's growth. And that is like, let's move and let's, let's expand. But it's also playful. It's not, no one else is doing it. Right. It's cool. Jimmy John's is, but, um, yeah, so I think that's my opinion on like growth is we'll see, but I also want it to be like fitting with with what we want to be and what I want to be. Yeah, I think versus our city, like saying you need to open another restaurant or right. whatever. Yeah, I think part of what um, made us or makes us unique is that none of us come from the restaurant industry. We come from a background of loving food and loving hospitality, and uh, so we opening the restaurant, we approached life differently than most people that have restaurant experience. And so I think even though now we do have one restaurant under our belt, I think moving forward, it's continuing to look at whatever the next concept might be, or if we do another concept of how can we think outside the box? How can we do it in ways that no one else has thought of or tried um, or done before? Um, I mean, we were one of the first in Oklahoma City to have put a wood-fired oven in a pizza truck. Um, because people still laugh at us whenever they see a wood-fired oven in a truck. It's um, really stupid. <laughs> and a lot of fun all at the same time. So um, who are the others? There's Gannon, right? Sources is there. Uh -huh. and is there anyone else? There's a, there's a new one. A new uh, one. I can't remember the name of it. Oak and Woods? Cherry Oak? Okay. Oak, Smoking Oak? Something? That yeah. sounds familiar. No, it's, yeah. it's something with Oak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That might I, be, that, I think smoking Okies is the barbecue place. Yeah, I'm like, I like, love barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. How is the, how, I mean, when you guys started out, obviously there wasn't that many food trucks, and now over the past five years, mm -hmm. there's one on every corner. Mm -hmm. How has competition been for you guys? It's been good. I mean, healthy. We've, um, we came in at the right time. Yeah. yeah. And that's we, what I will say about it, is we yeah. came in at the right time. We came in during the second season of H and A. Is that right? Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a lot that's of it. Maybe. Yeah. But um, but I mean, we were at the very first H and A as as customers, um, and then I think it think it was the next year. It might have been the year after that mm -hmm. that we were there with the truck. Um, but I think we came in at the right time, mm -hmm. um, and yeah. we entered the market. And we had to like create the relationships with our for ourselves. Like our first spot was at Plenty. They. I don't think they'd ever had a truck before. Mm -hmm. I just called her up and was like, hey, we're opening a truck next week. Can we Can park, park with there? You know, yeah. and um, so we had to develop those on our own. But I think there's a lot of good in that. Yeah. Is that how kind of it goes when you have a truck? You just call people up and say, can I park outside? Is initially, yes. Yeah. Now, now they reach we, out to you. They reach out to us. Right, yeah. But initially. But initially yeah. for someone who's, say, just starting. Mm -hmm. That's how they're going to get their name yeah. out there. Yeah. And I mean, I literally, I remember talking to Brittany and she was like yeah totally like, yeah you don't know me but okay 
I'm like I'm I'm kind of the same as you. I'm a terrible cook. Well, you're not. I'm not the same as you are. That's not true. You're probably great cooks. I am a terrible cook. I love food, which is the same as you guys. And there's this, and this like chicken nugget truck idea. I'm like, you just have the same chicken nuggets or different meats or whatever it is, like a local Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah. And have different sources and a truck. But there are there isn't local fast food. Right. Um, That would be so good. And I mean, I I live here. Yeah. Um, So I live in Midtown and. If I want to go to Chick-fil-A, I have to drive 15 minutes. Right. You, you know, a, I can, sometimes yeah. you want that kind of food. I'm just right. If you had a truck so. that had like 10 different style yeah. nuggets and thousands <laughs> of different sources. I'll go. Right. All the you started, uh, I'll come. Yeah. And then the other one, there's a, so there's a place in New York. Uh, I think it's like 317 Fries. It's like the area code in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm like 405 Fries. Just fries. <laughs> just any type of fries. Again, I will come. Curly waffles. Oh, Yeah. You have like the fat kind of UK fries style. Yeah. You have the French fries. Oh, it's yeah. I'll take royalties if anyone's <laughs> listening. <laughs> um, Sounds like a lot of potatoes. Let's jump out of food business and talk a little bit about Oklahoma, the state that we love, the state that kept me here, the state that I love so much, um, the state that you worked for mm-hmm. and did so many great things for. Uh, favorite thing about the state? People. That's what you're gonna say. Yeah. yeah. People. I mean, I've had friends that have been from other states, moved here for work or college or whatever, and they just continually tell me, everyone is just so nice here. And, you know, I think we take it for granted because we live here, I've grown up here. Um, you know, it's just the way way we are. But I think, I mean, you look at the way that Oklahomans react um, in times of hardship and in times of joy whether it be the Murrah bombing or the more tornadoes or the joy of the Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean, we we bond together, and I think the Oklahoma standard is a real thing, and uh, so mine would definitely be the people. Yeah. I think it's been really cool that in the size got lucky, but the time when I grew up in OKC, seeing it really gross. Like, I obviously moved to Norman for college, but every weekend we would come back. Also, I had a business to come back to, but <laughs> it's like every weekend, if we wanted to do something fun, we would come back here. Um, and then now like getting to live down here. So it kind of just like the cusp of when we came in, um, both as like a, as a person, but also as a business has been really cool because I think OKC is, or Oklahoma, Oklahoma city specifically to me is like conquerable. Mm-hmm. Like it's not too big, but there's always something new to do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, like I've, like I've done everything. I know, like I know every district versus when I travel to big cities, which I love and I love like living downtown, but you like, you feel like you can't conquer it. Cause I'm like, I, I don't understand every corner. I don't understand all the different districts and yeah. places. And I read every blog I can find and I can't conquer it. You can't do it in a couple weekend. of days. Yeah. yeah. But it's so fun getting to live in like a city and like it, it's conquerable. It's doable, but um, it's also like small enough, so. Uh, biggest change you've seen since living here? I'm, I'm only 24. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been here 24 years question. longer than I have, so I've been here seven years. Let's go there. There you go. Yeah. That's a good question. I mean, in the downtown last, Renaissance. Yeah, I would say a, when I was middle school, high school. Um, Bricktown was the big deal, but um, now, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I went to Bricktown. Yeah, same. Um, that's where people not from Oklahoma go when they're so weird, here for it? a convention or something. Yeah. And um, so I would say just the downtown Renaissance is is huge because it used to be when I was growing up, you know, you went out to lunch after church on a Sunday and you went to Chili's because it was you know a mile from church and mm-hmm. a mile from your house. Now 
you come downtown and you go to a locally owned place for lunch mm-hmm. um, on the weekend or dinner or whatever. And watching um, everyone move to the side of town has been really cool. I think that's a big yeah. change of like, I moved down here and it's funny. I was looking at houses with a friend yesterday because she wants to move. Like mm-hmm. everyone, all of my friends are moving down here. And I'm like, yeah. yes, this is the best. Everyone come <laughs> to me. But it is really cool to watch like the urban development, but then also like the family development and the, mm-hmm. and the people and the residential development. Mm-hmm. It's been cool to see. So. Yeah, that's been cool, especially like being in real estate. It's been cool mm-hmm. to see because a lot of people, you know, they they come down here. They don't necessarily want to live super in downtown because mm-hmm. then you've got astronomical prices of rent or whatever it is. And if you want to buy your first house, you know, this is a great area and you can bike from here down to Midtown. Like it's mm-hmm. you you know you're just south of Paseo and the Plaza and all that. So it's been cool to to help friends buy houses down here because mm-hmm. and they're good looking houses too. Like, like I said, the house we're in right now, it's a cute looking mm-hmm. house, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like back to like historical Oklahoma not like you know hey we're out in Edmond new build <laughs> you know it looks like a house yeah. you'd find in Dallas right exactly yeah. so no that's awesome um have you guys traveled much yeah yeah decent amount yeah. we uh two years in a row at Christmas time we went to New York and uh had a blast doing that and um want to go mm-hmm. back to New York because there's a couple of restaurants that we really want to get yeah. to there and I think when we travel we travel based around food um, I'm planning a trip with some friends in a couple of weeks and all the places I want to go involve food and I was like hope you guys are good with eating every meal as a big meal <laughs> and making the most of every opportunity to eat something and try try things so I think we, we travel with food <laughs> yeah and it's a business write-off now as well. <laughs> I've reached my peak. I can now write off any food I buy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you done any like scouting trips for food, or do you just travel around, like I said, travel for food and then just pick up certain things that, and bring oh, back to the business? I think your mind, once you start, once you start looking, your mind is always there. And I'm, yeah. my personality is one too. If talking Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram four, so I don't want to be like anyone else. Um, and so I think it's really fun to travel out of the state and go to other restaurants and bring things back because you know like the pool here is smaller and so everybody kind of does some more things and there's strength in that but it's really fun to go somewhere else see a new idea so your mind doesn't really stop you know every time Mm -hmm. I go somewhere I'm like I'm looking and I'm watching and then I'm thinking would I want to do that or would I not want to do that Um, and so it's fun to like traveling so yeah it doesn't stop (laughs) you can't turn it off has there been things that you've brought back that have succeeded more than others or things that have just not worked yet my mom is um, on the hunt to make the perfect chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. And okay. it has been a three year. Yeah. Chip. So we have a bakery in New York City that we love. And I had the chocolate chip cookie there. And my mom is like known for her food. Always I was going to say, been. like, the cookies at Holes are like yeah. legit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone's got to go before they go. She's not, yeah, she's not like a. Not like she doesn't know what she's doing. And she makes incredible food. But I called her on that trip and said, I'm really sorry, but I have something better than you've ever made. <laughs> and she took it very graciously and was like, okay. So then the next time she went with us and tried it, and she was like, you're right. Yeah. Um, and we have not. She has, I mean, I think we're probably on try 50. Oh, more than that. I mean, yeah. she made three this week. Yeah. And so it took a pause. Well, it got really crazy. And then she's come back to it. So yeah. now she's been taking them to the restaurant. And then everybody eats them, and it's so funny because everyone loves them, and we're all like, "No, that's, that's not, not it. Like that cookie's not, not even it. good, you know." But everyone's like, "This is the best cookies." I'm like, "No, yeah. it's not, it's not the one." one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Very so we're still trying to find that. Yeah, so like we haven't taken, we haven't brought that back yet. Okay. We're still. It's in the process. Yeah, still yeah. working on. The glory really is cool. well, working on perfection. And it really yeah. is such an objective thing because the type of chocolate chip cookie I like is you gotta 
you gotta be with me on that. So. <laughs> but really other things. I mean, I feel like the overall um, aesthetic. Yeah, I mean, we looked. Um, so the oven that we have, um, my parents um, went out to California and got to see it them being made and got to see got to actually like cook in one before we got it. Um, they got to see our oven before it came um, on a shipping. Uh, trailer to us um, but then the design of the oven with the tile is something that we saw in New York City um, and so there were, there's aesthetic things of, of restaurants yeah. like the pizza lights that are up in the ceiling you know we I remember so, where that came from. it was a, a restaurant in New York City um, that did something similar and so there's all sorts of things I mean um, the pizza wallpaper uh, mm-hmm. in the bathrooms we were in uh, Washington DC at a place called Timber Pizza Company um, very similar, I mean, very neighborhood. It's like literally in yeah. a neighborhood. It's kind of in a weird part of town. It's kind of um, in like a plaza, uptown 23rd, Paseo type ta- part of D.C. Um, super fun, hole-in-the-wall neighborhood spot. And then walked in the bathroom, they had this awesome wallpaper. Um, and I knew right then and there. There were a lot of decisions that were hard to make, but yeah. that was like, this is for sure. I yeah. don't care what price tag. I don't, tag. Yeah, I don't care what I don't care what price tag they tell me I'm doing it. So we and ended up yeah. emailing the guy that owns Timber and said, hey, you know, where do you do wallpaper? And he got us in touch with the designer that designed it. Turns out she has family that lives in Oklahoma. Um, so she ended up designing the wallpaper that fit the colors mm-hmm. um, and the, the uh, theme yeah. that we were going for. Then Timber was in Bon Appetit. Yeah. It was like 10, top 10. Um, best restaurants to open in 2017. No, best restaurant, like, trends of, like, oh. what a restaurant's doing. And number 11, yeah, it was top 10. And oh, the yeah. number 11 was Have a Cool Bathroom. And, and Timber, Timber was, was featured. And I was like, it's basically yeah. like, we're being featured. Not really at all. <laughs> but, so, yeah. Right, because... Hardly anyone in Oklahoma is going to know what that is if they're not in the pizza business. They've yeah. never yeah, been exactly. there. So, and, and like I said, the, the odds of them seeing it, their customers seeing it, like, yeah. yeah they we totally did, we did it first. <laughs> I mean, who did anything first, like, really, oh, at this course. point? So. Yeah. Nothing new under the sun. Yeah. So. Um, so, like I said, you love to travel, obviously passionate about food. What are you passionate about outside of food and outside of the business? good question i my day off is like me con- me with people yeah with friends mm-hmm. um community love i love my friends that sounds really <laughs> weird i do i love pe- i love my people um we both run mm-hmm. um so about to start training or you already started training yeah. i have not started training for uh, uh-huh. 66 yeah. tulsa mm-hmm. i'm gonna be doing it as well oh i'll see you there yeah. are you doing the half of the full uh i'll be doing the half nice. i did my first half at the okc this oh, year cool. and once you catch that bug maybe yeah you can't, can't stop. stop right like can't stop, that, stop. training is awful like running oh. on your own and i'm not a runner like i said i play yeah, golf so I'm not I'm, either. right so like training i got i did like eight miles and 10 miles and then 10 mile being out there for two hours on your own like it sucks it's awful i do not yeah. recommend it to anyone but race day i didn't i mean you hear stories everyone does it and mm-hmm. you're like there's people every single every single part of the route oh, screaming yeah. at you and I'm oh, like yeah. so I didn't fun. feel yeah. bad until like I turned on the classic and I'm like I have five miles left well classic is just a yeah. honestly the course here I love the OKC Marathon mm-hmm. but the course is known I did the full here okay. and that full is known for not being a good full because of how many long straights there yeah. are like classic oh man yeah mm-hmm. classic is just killer rough. Yeah. our uncle kind of got us started in the running halves deal I don't know like five years ago it was my freshman year I've done eight halves yeah wow. I think I've so, done seven halves so yeah. you've done the route 66 one before mm-hmm. that was the first mm-hmm. one we did it was 24 degrees 
Yeah. That day. Last year I was wearing shorts though. So. Yeah, I mean, the first race it was like 19. It was between 19 and 24 degrees the entire race. Miserable. But it was so, like, but we still did it again. Right. You know, and we were still doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Don't if you do a full though, it has to be oh, it's a part time job. I don't so think I'll make ever sure you have full. time. <laughs> I see what people look like when they do the full. And like one of the buddies who did the half did the race with us this year, he did the full and taking him home and he's like I'm done like I need yes. to get out I need to help to get out of the car he was destroyed <laughs> yeah um, it's rough it is yeah I mean I'd like to say I would do it but I have no desire just, I have no desire wait. to do a half but just I did that wait. I was going to say just yeah. wait yeah, you'll want yeah. yeah but it's a it's a part time job and you go a little more psycho running 18 or 20 miles by yourself so yeah I went crazy yeah. um is there anything you're like so currently like super obsessed with anything weird I really love the band Need to Breathe. That's and not new. That's not She's new. Been obsessed with Need to yeah. Yeah. Well, someone might listen and bring you an album, a signed <laughs> album. <or something>. Yeah. <laughs> so. They're coming in oh concert tomorrow night, and so that was just the first thing that yeah. popped into my head. Yeah. I'm really into the Enneagram. That's super nerdy. <laughs> I listen to some podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Enneagram's a personality test. Okay. But it's. I need to take it. Yeah, so most people t- uh, type wrong, like test wrong. So you should just read about it okay. and then take it. But okay. Even this guy who wrote the test, he was saying he he's a four, but he tests as a seven. Right. Um, but yeah, it's kind of geeky. Yeah. I uh, just started watching the show Blacklist. Um, loving that show. Can't I've been told thinking. to watch it. Can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. You should okay. definitely start it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. That's one that uh, the first interview was Desmond Mason. And I asked him the same question. He's like, yeah. oh, same thing, Blacklist. Oh, that's He's, hilarious. I'm like, what is that? He's like, you haven't seen it? He like, looked down on me because I hadn't watched it. I'm like, oh, cool. yeah, well, he looks down on everybody. It but, you know. A month ago. So. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I haven't watched it. So. Uh, is there any standout experiences you've had outside of the business? Not business related? Mm-hmm. Not business related. My college friends and I, we went to Russia and Italy, like Mm -hmm. the year after we went to college, somehow all of us, almost all of us, but one, we had two friends, one was in Russia. On the same trip? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a really big difference of countries. I know, yeah, there were seven of us, there were six of us who traveled together, and um, so yeah, we graduated in May, and this was like the next January. Right. Because we had one friend that lives in Moscow, or Moscow, um, and then one who lives in Bologna. Okay. And so that was... A crazy experience and we are like trying to get that to happen again and it's like kind of a one-time thing of getting yeah. six girlfriends together we all live in different places going to russia getting a visa into russia was a crazy i'm sure it's gonna be harder now yeah with our president your yeah. president not mine yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not yet yeah yeah so i mean at the time yeah it was crazy to get in slash then you're always afraid they're going to like come get you or something, but they didn't. Yeah. Um, and then fly, we flew from Moscow into Bologna and then went to Rome. So anyways, that was a crazy experience. And the, the Latin loving part of Molly was geeking out. the entire oh, time. Sure. She yeah. was I've Italy. always wanted to go to Rome. So got that done. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, at least any for you. I don't know. I think my life has had lots of like bits and pieces of just awesome experiences. Um, I think a lot of the experiences I had have been pol- political in nature, and so the experience of, um, you know, being in the room whenever, you know, 
something big happened in politics mm-hmm. or, or being the presiding officer whenever you know we were debating a big bill or something like that. Um, but I can't think of anything. You know, actually creating laws. Yeah, yeah. 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 Being the no, person no that deal. has their name on, on legislation. Yeah. Um, I mean, politics is... I don't have an interest in it because, like I said, I can't vote yet over here. I mean, I so I don't really. I just tune out because I think yeah. if you get really into it, you get frustrated or whatever, and I, mean, I, can't, I can't impact it yet. Yeah. So, um, but it must be like when you're in it, and you know, you got to make this. Fifty percent of people are going to hate you. Fifty percent of people are going to love you, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm sure going through that, you must have a super thick skin to go through that, <laughs> and being a woman as well at the young age that you're in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that must be a super like. An experience to go through, and we were talking about bad days, right? <laughs> Pizza restaurant it can't get as bad as some of the bad days you had <laughs> as a politician. Probably not, and I yeah. think that's one. In politics, I there's so many facets of what happens on a day to day basis that you're not in control of, mm-hmm. um, and so the nice thing about owning your own rest business and restaurant is you do have more control, not control over everything, but you have more control over the ultimate experience or the ultimate product that you mm-hmm. create. And so um, it's, yeah, it's, there were there were very good days and very bad days. And sometimes bad days, you forgot what the good days were like. <laughs> but uh, Why am I doing this? <laughs> Let's eat pizza. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Awesome. All right, so we'll finish this off. I'm going to go into my not-so-quick fire round because... I call it quick fire round. It's not quick at all. Um, <laughs> favorite song at the moment? Darling by Need to Breathe. Just let her answer that. <laughs> you don't have a favorite song? It would be a worship song. That's, favorite. that's so. Vance Joy. That. Um, no. Oh, Vance Joy. Uh, that's a good one. Which one? I don't know. As she pulls out her phone yeah. to open Spotify, I'm not, <laughs> not quite which song she yeah. listened to most by Vance Joy. Um, we went and saw him in concert the night of the Oklahoma City half uh-huh. in April, and I thought I was going to die, but it really was totally He's fine. awesome. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. He was a great, great performer. <laughs> She's literally this scrolling like, yeah. through Vance Joy. I don't know. Well, Thinking of cool songs to say. Vance Joy will just leave it at that. <laughs> Um, last person you saw live in concert? Vance Joy. Vance Joy. Yeah. <laughs> we were together. Yeah, obviously. Uh, most famous person you've ever met? Mm. So I've met several presidential candidates. Um, that's probably some of those people. Yeah. Did you ever meet Mitt Romney? I did not meet Mitt Romney. I met Newt Gingrich and um, Rick Santorum, but this was like back in like mm. 2000. The only reason I asked is Mitt Romney's wife's from Wales. She's Welsh. Oh, no That's cool. Yeah, That's so his cool. family has her family has like grandpa. I guess her parents live in Wales. That's cool. Yeah, That's cool. so they would come back on yeah. unofficial trips every now. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> um, who is someone that you want to serve your pizza to? Pioneer woman, Reed Drummond. <laughs> I need to get her on the podcast. Yeah, get her on the podcast and then bring her in for a pizza. Yeah, definitely. Your entire meal is on yeah. me. 
I have a feeling I'm going to have to go there to record. But yeah, uh, I, I thought it'd be worth it. Oh, yeah. The husk is so fun. Yeah. Now it's I know Garten. I know Garten. That's what I was going to say. Um, Bobby Flay. Yeah. <laughs> Lori Hall's dream yeah. right there. I really wanted to serve pizza to uh, Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be there the first time he came in, and sadly I was not there the first time he came into the yeah. restaurant. So maybe if, if he'll come in again and... I'll get to deliver the pizza to his table and try yeah. not to fangirl too much. Yeah. No, you yeah. would not. S- sign this. <laughs> not, not this is you. not your bill. This is for me. <laughs> yeah. Just sign this, this I would not let you get here to his table. For real. <laughs> she thinks I have no chill. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. Favorite meal outside of pizza? Tomashi ramen. Well, wait. Restaurant or Doesn't matter. to eat? I was going to say... You too. Uh, in Oklahoma City, I would say Cheevers. Mm-hmm. Um, that Cheevers is the spot that we celebrate everything at, um, and Molly and I always split the crispy, wait, wait, what's it called? The molasses chicken with crispy spinach and mashed potatoes, and then we get the ice cream ball for dessert. You have to have the ice cream ball and for dessert. And the one so chual queso is so tasty. Yeah. So that'd be my favorite Oklahoma City meal. Yeah. Right Tamashi ramen. Okay. I'm obsessed with that, so... What's, uh, the, what's the thing you get there? Yeah, I don't like ramen, so... Um, <laughs> Love the restaurant. Don't yeah, actually no, like it. No, we're trying to get to the test of how good they are. No, they have uh, shashudan and yoza. I don't want to say that, but it's pot stickers and like this rice thing. and I don't know what's in it, but yeah. it's... But it's bomb. It's very uh, good. I'm going to have to have it. Yeah, very good. Best pizza in Oklahoma City outside of your own? The Wedge. Yeah. The Wedge yeah. is like my one true love. Um, their prosciutto e formaggi is amazing. Also, their Monday Bogo pizza deal. Wow. <laughs> I don't understand that, but I will gladly eat it. Go to Starbucks order. Venti Americano with heavy cream. Not a their Starbucks drinker. Their dark roast with some cream in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's always funny when I ask that question because you have some people just like reel it off. <laughs> and like other people just like. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Wait, what? For sure. Who are you? For sure. For yeah. sure coffee. Uh, dream vacation. Rome was my big one. I really want to go to Rome. Um, but next up is Egypt. <laughs> so, But my, my friend, my roommate and I are planning a trip to England and France. So I'll say that's my next dream. Mine is also England, uh, Ireland, and Italy. You should go to Wales. Yeah, I want to. That was my next one. Wales is known for uh, castles. There's more castles per square mile in Wales than any other country in the world. So if you want to see castles, you can... I do like castles. Yeah. Yeah, They're pretty cool. Planning my 30th next year, so... Um, What are you currently binge-watching? You said Blacklist. Blacklist. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Again. (laughs) For For the third time. (laughs) Second time. I watched it for the first time this time last year, and then I fell back in. So... Sometimes it's just nice to have something to watch that you're just you just yeah, got to pay attention. It's like yeah. effortless. It's like my wife yeah. loves The Office. So yeah, just, yeah. same similarity. Yeah. Childhood celebrity crush. <laughs> mhm. I really loved the band Tate. Okay. They were the spinoff from DC Talk. I was a big fan of them. Not necessarily crush, but I just really liked them. Mm. Not gonna be Rachel Ray. Let's be real, right? I mean, a crush on Rachel Ray. Well, no, like a fangirl. Fangirl on Rachel yeah. Ray. She was uh, subscribed to the magazine mm-hmm. for long a long time. Watched her, her t-shirts. Show. Daily watched her show. Yeah, yeah, thirty minute meals and EVOO and the garbage bowl. Yeah. 
it's still fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't keep up with her anymore. I need to. Yeah. Uh, favorite most recent movie? I just saw Christopher Robin, and it was so precious. So cute and precious. <laughs> I, I don't go to the movies. Well, the last movie you saw was the uh, Mr. Rogers documentary. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, we sit down and she goes, this is a documentary? I did not know what I had gone to. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Um, I can't think of La La Land. Oh, Great Showman. No. No? Oh. You don't. You're the only person I'm close to that doesn't like that movie. I liked it, but it's not my favorite at all. Right. Like, please cut that all out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that associated with my name. Uh, yeah. All right. Superpower you could use today. Telling the future? Knowing the future? Being able to disappear. <laughs> Just gonna hide. No, it would be great at the restaurant because there's just times when you're like, I'm not doing anything and I need somewhere to be, but but I don't want to be like sitting. in the middle of service. Gotcha. You're, you're like, hey, everything's running really smooth. Or like tonight we have a party on the rooftop. Everything's gonna be running really smooth, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and it's like I'm not needed and I don't really want to look useless. But if I could just disappear for a few minutes, yeah. Have that <laughs> Harry Potter invisibility yeah. cloak. I'll yeah. Know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> to be. Yeah. Um, Luxury you can't live without. Well, my car. I like try biking or riding to work or like walking to work, and I just I never can. I have to have my car there. Um, it's great leaving. It's downhill all the way from here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And coming home must be tough. Well, I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> because I always leave my home. car there. Like I'm always going somewhere, or like even yesterday I was like going to Fast Car Hall to meet up with people. And yeah. I was like, I should walk, or I was going to Hank's Coffee to meet up with someone. I should walk. No, just get in my car. <laughs> so. Have you tried those bird scooters yet? No, I want to. Yeah. I really want to, but I need to download the app, I guess. Apparently the city's trying to ban those. Yeah. Like, ban them. Yes. And I can see why. I think it's not going to go through, but, like, liability purposes and people are already it's stacking cool. it. It's Some, crazy. Someone's work. already broken a shoulder on it. So oh, wow. no, I believe it. Yeah, I outside believe Deep Deuce. Yeah. Broke There's on a... it and went straight over the top. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Wow, I hate that. Similar to the dockless bikes that they have in mm -hmm. other cities, and it's the same. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, all right. What does Hall's Pizza look like in 10 years in a dream world? Hardest question you've asked. Yeah. I think one of the things that I love about um, about us is that we're a family and we're able to continue family experiences and traditions and share that with people and so learning how to share our family and our story once we have gotten older but then also have probably moved on to running other concepts or starting other things or um, sticking there but also just thinking about um, other restaurants that have stood the test of time and how they have changed and evolved to fit um, but yet also still staying true to who they are. I think that's probably figuring out how to how to do that, how to be timeless, but yet also stay true to who you are um, and be modern at the same time. Yeah. I would say... A restaurant in Greece. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in Santa Torini. Yes. I would be down for that. I'll go. I will run that. 
Um, in 10 years, I would say I would love to see it flourishing both internally and externally. Um, we have a really great culture that I really enjoy, and I love the people that we get to work with. Like, I genuinely enjoy going to work outside of, like, my family, you know. Um, but, so I think it'd be really, I think, yeah, in 10 years, that still thriving. And that takes a lot of work, and it's, we're fortunate, and we've worked really hard to have good culture and to enjoy each other and to have fun and work hard. But if that's thriving in 10 years, that would be huge. I would be super thrilled. Um, and really, it needs, I want it to be thriving outside of, it's not about us um, at the end of the day. Like, it's just not. Um, it's about the people who come and the people who work there. Um, and for me, my my main goal is to take care of the people who work for us because they're going to take care of our guests. And so if I take care of my people, they'll take care of our people yeah. in general. Um, and so it's like, I would love to see that in 10 years. It's not a super crazy answer, but I think, again, kind of back to my definition of like success, it's not really about what we're doing. It's about um, impact. Yeah. And like who's there and, and at the end of the day, I'll be proud of that. I think as I'm making decisions recently, thinking in five years, will I be proud of, you know, so it's like in 10 years, I'll be really proud if, um, if our people are really strong and enjoy each other and if it's still a place people love to work at and people love to come eat pizza because people love to work there. So. Right. Awesome. Uh, one last thing you'd like to say to everybody listening. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, Appreciate it. Hopefully everyone enjoyed. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Some great stories. Yeah. Good yeah. yeah. Some great questions. Yeah. And uh, come on down. Obviously, if you have a, an event, a wedding, a birthday, you want the truck at the house or, or a new location, feel free to reach out and hit you guys up on Instagram, right? At mm-hmm. Halls Pizza mm-hmm. Kitchen. Or was it just Halls Pizza? Halls Pizza. At Halls Pizza. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much and uh, wish you all the best. And I can't wait to watch you guys grow. Uh, I'm not going anywhere, so I'll be here as long as possible. That's <laughs> uh, We're stuck. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you later. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston, mixed by Alan Brown, with music by Chad Duro.